This episode of the Up for Discussion podcast is brought to you in part by me. Yep, me. Good old Dave. You don't know me, but I'm a friend of Tom and Simon's. And I have a message for you. Whoever you are, whatever you may think about yourself, you have value. You have worth. Except for me, because I'm just the guy who does Tom's ads. Anyway, enjoy the podcast. This has been me, that guy behind the microphone that talks to you for about 30 to 45 seconds at a time, I guess. Huh. Yeah, he's come to see you. Well, I say now, Benson, Welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. I am your long-lost host, Simon Peltier. I am your just-back-from-buying-cigarettes-after-all-these-years host, Tom Zalatni. And we've got a special Weschel guest in the studio with us today. Special Weschel Gwestel. That's a word. Hmm? Uh, he's one of the founding members of Montreal Improv. He's a uh, regular improv performer around here. And... Former guest and guest again. Once more, a guest. Hi, guys. It's me, Vinny Francois. Vinny Francois. Thanks for coming. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me again. Your your sweet, dulcet, velvety tones are back on the air. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> you could drop some sweet velvet. I feel, I feel like you should always have smooth saxophones following you wherever you go. <laughs> I would love Anytime that. you talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like... Philip of regular please. <laughs> <laughs> it's always careless whisper. Right? Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. <laughs> like if you're a sax player and you don't know careless whisper, you're not a sax no. player. I think that's a rule that applies to every sax player in the world. Yeah. Before you learn your scales, you learn, you learn careless yeah. whisper. It's like how if you're gonna learn the ukulele, you have to learn uh, I'm yours by Jason Mraz. True. Right? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And if you're gonna learn the guitar, you have to learn I don't know. Stairway to Heaven? Wonderwall. Oh, Wonderwall. Yeah. Wonderwall. 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 What is a Wonderwall? I don't know. I've always wondered. Because uh, they are his Wonderwall. Yeah. Yeah. We're not entirely sure who is or what it is, but we know that they are that to him. They are the Wonderwall. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is it someone's like a wonder of the world? I don't but yet know. A barrier to something they want, or is it one of those? Is it like a like a Lewis Carroll thing where they just make up a word, oh, right. and then just assume that everyone's gonna roll with it? I I feel like that's what's happened. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah, yeah you're my Wonderwall. Wonder wall. Yeah, yeah. oh, sense. that's so cool, man. Yeah, you're my Wonderwall. And everyone was like, what? Wait, wait, what? Am, is that good? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Pharrell when he in Happy when he's like, uh, uh, clap along if you feel like a room without a, a, roof. Room without a roof, and everyone people are like. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, what? I, pop music lyrics get away with anything. Like, yeah. don't listen to them very carefully. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like I kind of get it. I kind of get what it means to be a room without a roof. Sure. But it's, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a thing. Constrained. You know? Yeah. Simon, you're peeking a little bit. Am I peeking a little so bit? So I'm going to ask you to talk for a second while I figure out which gain is yours. Oh, hello, 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 hello. That's, That's the mine. one. That's the one. Cool. Oh, yeah. So that, there. that should be fine. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, Sweet. I thought I thought my tones were. Uh, you know. You're a little loud today. It's it's happened. What's that? Just a little. Okay, good. I'm glad we sorted that out. We got it all figured out. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So our Patreon topic for this week. All right. Uh, I want to dive right into it because I think it'll launch a potentially interesting conversation. All right. Sounds good. I'm in. Guys, we've released over 120 episodes of this show, and none of that would have been possible without the love and support of our donors over at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Sorry, the 11 support? The love and support. Love and support. I gotcha. I gotcha. The, the 11, 11 supports. supports. They're big supporters of 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> yep. Huge support. We actually, one of our big donors is the lead singer of Finger 11. Uh, he just goes by 11. Mm-hmm. He dropped the finger. <laughs> finger was the other guy. Yeah, Finger you Eleven know, was my father. It's kind of like Holland Oats, but Finger and Eleven. Fin- finger was the bassist. Yeah. <laughs> so he just decided to walk out. Uh, and guys, by pledging as little as a dollar a month through our Patreon, you can help us make the show as dope as possible week after week for Yo. the rest of forever. Yeah. And if you do, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, and... Our brand new patron, Thomas, <gasps> oh. who I promise is not me nice. under a different name. <laughs> or the same name. Yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible pseudonym. Yeah. Oh, it's, his name is Thomas Zolan. <laughs> oh, couldn't Who's be that? Thomas. Totally different guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once a month on the show. Like what? Well. What's an example, Tom? Let me give you an example, Simon. Cool. Eric wants to know. What are your opinions about George Carlin? He's the hardcore history guy, right? <laughs> For real? No. Okay. <laughs> wait, I, do we have to educate there, There's always a moment when I hear either of them that I go, wait. Which ones? Yeah. Yeah, what? Yeah, I definitely <laughs> who, had the who same Who's the thought. hardcore history guy? Uh, Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. Yeah. There yeah. we go. This is George right. Carlin. George. Yeah. That's how I feel about uh, Dan Savage and Adam Savage. I still don't know which is which. Oh, I could def- I definitely know the difference. <laughs> Adam Savage is the Mythbusters guy. Yeah. Okay. And Dan Savage writes a sex column. Oh. I really? Didn't know that. Wait, so who's the guy on Boy Meets World? Oh, that might <laughs> also be Dan Savage. <laughs> <laughs> but Dan Savage, I know, does the sex talk podcast and stuff. Huh. Huh. Well, there's also Fred Savage. Fred. That's the brother of the guy from Boy Meets World. That's right. Who was in The Wonder Years. That's what I was thinking about. Which was a spinoff of Boy Meets World, right? Or Mm, I don't think they're related. Were they connected at all? No. Other than the brothers being cast. Fair enough. Thematically. They're like the Franco brothers. Yes. Yeah. The the DeFranco brothers? The Franco brothers. The Annie DeFranco brothers. (laughs) Like James Franco and Dave Franco? (laughs) Philip DeFranco? Yeah. Yeah. Philip DeFranco, Francis DeFranco. Francis Ford DeFranco. <laughs> Fran DeFranco. Francis Ford DeFranco. Franklin Delano DeFranco. So that's my thoughts on George Carlin. I think we covered He's, it com- uh, <laughs> pretty thoroughly. I hope you're satisfied, Eric. I hope you keep donating to our yeah. Patreon so we can keep answering your lovely questions. Every once in a while, we get a question where we're all kind of like, what do we talk about? Well, I mean, you can talk about George Carlin for a while, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, so for anybody who doesn't know who George Carlin is, he's a stand-up comedian uh, who operated from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way to the, like, 90s. the 90s. Yeah, he was still, I mean, yeah. he's still relevant right up until yeah. the day he died. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, so George Carlin is kind of famous for being a guy who sort of tells it like it is in the stand-up right. world. Like, you know, he yeah. he's not afraid to tackle things. Mm-hmm. Uh, for sure. Yeah, he, he had a lot of very interesting thoughts and very, very well-thought thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he definitely thought them through a lot and it wasn't just kind of pithy like 
whatever yeah. um, kind of cheap cheap thoughts. It was always like very, it, it yeah, just very uh, thorough. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do not agree with a lot of what he has said. That's fair. Um, I mean, he's partly a product of his time too. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Like there, I remember once uh, hearing a, a an episode of Radiolab where they um, talked about like words and why why we use certain words for different things, and they used a monologue of George Carlin where he went on about the different ways that um, uh, PTSD was called throughout history. Right. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the the first occasion of it was in. World War One, when people called it shell shock. Yeah. After that, it was uh, 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 it was battle battle fatigue, battle fatigue, battle yeah. fatigue, and then operational exhaustion, yeah. and, and then, then PTSD or uh, post traumatic stress uh, stress, and then just post traumatic stress disorder. Right. Um. And he was making the case that that was dumbing it down and that calling it something as like calling it PTSD what like removed any sense from it. Oh and, yeah, it's just a and, bunch of letters, right? Yeah. Right. And and shell shock is like. It's very attention grabbing and it, it's mm. very to the point. Um, and the, the the episode of Radiolab, the guys were making the case that actually it's kind of the other way around, where like it it specifies it mm. rather like shell shock, like makes it sound like it's just the people who are like around artillery shells, which like was right. most of the people for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, but as as the 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 name of it specified, it actually like. Like they managed to to like especially calling it a disorder was like this is not your fault. This has nothing right. to do with you and who you are. This is just chemicals in your brain, and now we can treat it as such. Right. And yeah. I thought that was very interesting, and I, I definitely I'm definitely on the side of of the radio lab guys. Yeah, well, that I think one. that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, I think it's important to be able to properly diagnose stuff. Oh, so any sure. progress sure. we make with that, mm-hmm. even if it's just in the name, is pretty significant. Yeah. I think he he George Carlin was someone who loved language, and yep. I, it really comes across mm. in his stand-up. Yeah. I mean, like ninety percent of it is about language, the words he used, yeah. how we communicate, and and what's bullshit and what's not bullshit. Yeah, well, that's that's one thing that I was thinking about was like he he has his whole bit about the seven bad words right. that you can't say on TV, <laughs> and I think about it and I'm like, wow, I'm pretty sure I've heard a lot of those on TV by now. Oh, sure, like shit's changed. Definitely. <laughs> but, what but, were his you know, seven bad words? Oh man. Oh, I looked it up too before coming on. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I, I mean, it up. was fun. You guys keep talking. Yeah, you can look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, but I mean, he Mostly changed I just his want Simon to read the list. <laughs> <laughs> he changed his stand-up. Like he started off as a really conservative stand-up mm-hmm. guy, like mm-hmm. a real mainstream stand-up of the time from like the fifties, and then uh, somewhere along the way, I guess he just flipped a switch and was like, "No, this right. is what I really want to talk about." Yeah, well, it's interesting because he like. That, did he like study psychology or something as well, or I'm philosophy? Not sure. I don't know. I forget. I have no idea. Yeah. I'm. I was always under the impression that he wasn't wasn't really all that educated. I think he was a pretty educated dude. Yeah. Yeah. Just listening to the way that he like speaks and his delivery feels very like mm-hmm. academic. Hmm. Yeah? yeah. Okay. So here are the seven words. Oh, great. Cool. All right. <clears throat> I'm. I'm just back from leave, and I'm already. And I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna read these. Y'all ready? So ready. Ready. Uh, shit. Piss. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to read that one because I don't like it. You still can't even say it. I can't. I'm not going to say it's it. It's seven bad words and some of them still have power. Yeah. Uh, I feel uncomfortable saying this one, but I'm going to be okay. Cocksucker. Sure. Yeah. Motherfucker and tits. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't feel comfortable with uh, the one in the middle. I feel like yeah. I know what it is. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can. It's the C word. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's. Yes. I also feel. Yeah. I feel like that's that one way. of the few words that still has like a lot of power to this mm-hmm. very day. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, yeah, yeah, I can't do it. I oh, I, I know no. someone who refers to her as, as that, right. and I'm always like, mm, 
<laughs> Wish he wouldn't. I mean, you know what? You, you do it. Yeah. I just won't. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, exactly. it feels like you. I mean, as a guy, I don't feel yeah. comfortable saying it. Yeah. No, yeah. definitely not. I yeah. realize there's no word for vagina other than vagina that I really feel comfortable using. Oh, I don't mind. Mm. I mean, maybe vulva. <laughs> But that's sure. that's a part of it. That's not yeah, the, you know. Exactly. Well, the, I mean, the vagina is part of it too. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the whole thing. So there's <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> like I just yeah. yeah. None of the slang words for it are words that I'm super comfortable saying. Oh. I'm, I'm glad we're three dudes talking about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We are definitely <laughs> definitely want to come across as authorities on this yeah. topic. Yeah, we're just gonna go and say it right now. We are not, and we do not no. think we are either. <laughs> now I'm an authority on cocksucking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I, there, I, there's not a lot of of George Carlin bits that come to my mind. Like yeah. I can't think of very many. I just think of him like yelling a lot and being like <laughs> like pretty insightful, but also like I don't know, like just very like I've I've always found him to be like just under insightful. Like oh, like he's not quite there. Like there's always like a little something missing. I don't. I I can't quite say what it is, but I felt like it was. Maybe it's just that he always treated in ideas and never really like people, hmm. you know, like I, I, I guess I always found a little bit of like a lack of the understanding of other people's characters or lack of under, of empathy or something. And okay. I'm totally right. saying this all out of my butt, just having not watched any of his stuff recently at all. Mm. Sure. Yeah. But every once in a while I do, like I'll see it on Facebook or whatever. And I'm always a little like, I yeah, just, there's, there's just a little something. It just mm. kind of feels like an old guy complaining. Yeah. You know, I think for me, he feels like Louis C.K. if Louis C.K. wasn't having fun, because that's kind of what always comes mm. across for for me with George Carlin is that he doesn't seem like he's enjoying himself nearly as much as he right. could be. I yeah. mean, his whole vibe is to be is just does feel like outrage. He's like, yeah. he's so upset at the, yeah. the state of the world. <laughs> that's it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't want that. Like, be no. upset and like kind of laugh about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a he, he big I love George Carlin. Like yeah. the stuff I've watched, I've enjoyed. Uh, but like, but like you, I don't know that anything has particularly stuck with me over the years. Mm, right. To be specific, be like, oh yeah, this one thing I really love it. Um, yeah, I, I, I have enjoyed him. I find it, his observations interesting, and right. like, they're like, oh okay, interesting. And then, but then doesn't go much further than that. Right. But I also recognize that part of that is that he did a lot of this stuff first and like yeah. paved the way. Yeah. Like, can you watch an old movie? Like, oh, okay, whatever. Citizen Kane. I guess that's okay. Right. And then, to be I fair, love I love Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. <laughs> it's great. That's a terrible example. <laughs> but at the same time, a lot yeah. of the stuff it doesn't blow your mind because yeah. it's not the first. Like seeing Star Wars for the first yeah, time, we right. see that giant spaceship hover in the opening credits. You're yeah. like, oh, this is cool, but you don't realize mm-hmm. what an effect it was to see it for the first time. Yeah. And so to have George Carlin be one of like these pioneers after Lenny, being inspired by Lenny Bruce, right. which I feel like he was yeah uh it's the direct descendant of that mm. and pushing that boundary even further yeah. forward totally. I, saw, I saw a video speaking of seeing star wars for the first time i saw a video of like it was just a a, a compilation of um like little clips of parents filming their kids watching the the darth vader reveal for the first time oh neat oh. and it's so cute <laughs> they're like they it's all essentially a variation of them like gaping their mouth open looking at their parents and going what it's great man yeah i feel like i missed out on that because like Mm -hmm. i feel like i already knew before seeing it for the right i mean it's such a part of the culture like how old were these kids in this video they were were like anywhere between 
like four and ten. Right. 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 Which like like that's that's the pocket where you you want to show it uh, before like like er, you you want to show it when they're old enough to get it. Right. Right. But not so old that it gets ruined on the playground because that's right. that's one of the things that all kids do on the playground is it just ruins stuff for everybody. Yeah. Spider Man yeah. dies. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Spider Man dies in the Sp- new Spider Man coming. He's dead. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh well. He goes home. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I get it. What? I'm being serious. I, I, He's dead. That squish. I don't oh. know if you're spoilers. I I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen spoilers it. Spoilers for the new Spider-Man. Movie. I don't know if you're see. I'm gonna assume you're not. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I really want to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I want to yeah. see it. Yeah. I, I. But I mean, Star Wars is one of those things that it's so pervasive in the culture. I mean, yeah. that's it's kind of a, a feat to yeah. be so pervasive in the culture mm-hmm. that like, okay, everyone. Yeah. Oh, boy, girl, dog knows it by the age of twelve. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is the big deal exactly. with Star Wars? Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's like Romeo and Juliet. You know, like right. not not very many more people know about what Romeo and Juliet is about than people have read it. Sure, yeah, that's definitely true. Like yeah. most people who haven't read it know that they're in love and probably also know that they die at the end. Right, right. You know, yeah, it's a tragic romance. Yeah, which like, where do you learn this? Right, right. Like, yeah. there's so many things like that. That you just you do, like. How, where do you know? Where do you know? Where does yeah, it come I can't, from? I can't think of the last adaptation of Romeo and Juliet I've seen either in book, TV, movie, live stage. Like, I read it as in high school, and I've seen it on the stage right. like yeah. once, and that's it. Yeah. There's um. I mean, West Side Story is an adaptation right. of that, but also. Um, Gnomeo and Juliet. Well, what I was going to say actually is uh, there's um, there's a TV show called Troll Hunters. It's a DreamWorks animated <laughs> movie or not movie TV show, uh, written uh, or directed by Guillermo del Toro, I think. Wow. Uh, with Anton he's come Yelchin. down in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was the last like piece of work that uh, Anton Yelchin did before passing away a couple of years oh, ago. Whoa. Like he like voiced the main character mm-hmm. and Kelsey Grammer voiced one of the trolls, which is why I watched it. Uh, <laughs> and in that there, uh, he's like a high school student who is uh, putting on a production of Romeo and Juliet uh-huh. with a girl he has a crush on while also fighting trolls. While also fighting trolls. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's an uh, important okay. part of Troll yeah. Hunter, yeah. I would assume. That's yeah. it. And that was, mm-hmm. I think, probably the most recent like... Romeo and Juliet reference. reference. Yeah. Well, that and Rodeo and Juliet. Oh, you know, our, that classic, classic, uh, probably 2016 film that we commentaried on in the bonus, <laughs> bonus thing. Do you want to hear us? I do. Now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go back and listen. You know, I, I, I want to go back to Rodeo and Juliet for a little bit. <laughs> you want to, you want to rewatch it? No, I just want to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> Because I know that okay. when when we when we finished Race to Win, yeah, you and I disagreed, and that you thought that Race to Win was better, yeah. than Ro- uh, Rodeo and Juliet, and yeah. I disagreed, and now I am even more steadfast. <laughs> because like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Race to Win just makes no sense. There's a ghost dad. That's that's all it's about. It's yeah. just about getting Luke Perry to be a ghost dad, but like. The race doesn't matter. No. Right? Yeah. Like, like, there are no stakes whatsoever. It's all about chance. And, like, why? Like, there's... It, Is it the race to win a ghost dad? <laughs> so, so to, uh, Tom and I uh, have decided to start doing this thing for bonus content where we watch bad horse movies ah, and uh, uh, comment on them. Yeah. The first one we did was called Rodeo and Juliet. The second one was called Race to Win. And it was about a, a dad who owns a ranch who dies and... 
uh, haunts they, his children <laughs> as he would. Yeah. Like he just keeps appearing to them and telling them, "I love you. I'm so proud of you. You know you can do this." And she wants to race to keep one of the horse to win money to keep one of the horses or something. Yeah. Uh, but then loses the race, and then it turns out that he had uh, spoilers. Everybody, it turned out that the dad before he died had like given. Like uh, the horse's sperm to something, and then like get, or like somehow he had a, a a racing fold that they ended up selling for the exact amount of money that they needed. Yeah, wow. I was like, so why why was there why did the ghost <laughs> dad tell the tell the mute kid to tell his sister to race if there was the, like it was already set up because well, he knew that she needed to race deep in her heart. <laughs> In her heart of hearts, all she wanted was to race. It was like, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, this movie just makes no sense. <laughs> there is no sense to this movie. There's a great moment toward the end where there's a conflict happening between the main characters and the sort of villain of the movie, and a cop is there, and the villain is like yelling at the cop, and he's like, you don't don't forget who like put you in charge of the police department to begin with, or something, and the cop just pulls a taser out, like, <laughs> like kill shot, and like looks him dead in the eye, and the music changes really dramatically, and he's like, no. <laughs> wow. It was beautiful. Well, that yeah. Was law enforcement. Bizarre, power. bizarre movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, that's like our that. thoughts on George Carlin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do think George Carlin paved the way for yeah. stand up as we. Oh, yeah, know for it. sure. Yeah. For sure. Like he was definitely one of the one of the early ones and one of the more popular uh, stand up com- comics that really like called stuff out, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. like despite. You know, like like the idea of calling stuff out is is all entirely based on your perspective, right? The like right. like what you said earlier, like quote unquote calling it as it is, is like that's just your perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like things I mean, to a certain degree, obviously. But like I'm not I'm I'm not that deep in postmodernism. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, like it's like he he was definitely one of the first ones that like had, you know, I guess yeah, paved the way for like Louis C. K. Hannibal Buress, um Aziz. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like Aziz does that. Does do that you, pretty well. Do you think Aziz is at the point now where we can just call him by his first name? Aziz? Is, is there yeah. another? Is Who, there how many Azizes are there? Yeah, I feel like. It's I mean, a I guess I could have said right? Louis. You know. Yeah. You would. Would you say Louis or CK? Louis. Which, which is the better? Louis. <laughs> Louis. <laughs> when you say Louis, I think Louis Black. Right. Yeah, I I I That's think the Louis. angry guy, right? Yeah, I think Louis more because yeah, I think Louis more. Yeah. Louis. Right. Uh, yeah, the show, the show, maybe. Yeah, that's it. He he's branded himself as Louis. Mm-hmm. It's like Jerry Seinfeld. You can just call him Seinfeld, and people know what right. you're talking mm-hmm. about. There's but if no... you say Carlin, I don't we know. don't know which Carlin still. We George. got immediately confused. <laughs> George, George, right? And if you call him George, there's like Foreman. There's Costanza. Costanza. Foreman. George, George Foreman. Foreman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The boxer. That's the first one you think of. <laughs> yeah. Who's the first George you think of? I, I think Costanza. Yeah, miles away. Because he just primed the brain with Seinfeld. Washington. Washington, he's That's a big true. George. He's a big George. R. R. Martin. R. R. Martin. Curious. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I thought George Curious. <laughs> <laughs> George Curious. <laughs> of the jungle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, others. <laughs> other other Georges. Other Georges. George. Boy. George. George Whitaker from Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, was one of the grandpas in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory a George? Maybe. I'll say yes. Probably, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a dog named George. George the dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Super to our famous. new bit, Name Georges. <laughs> How many Georges can you name in 30 seconds? I can do it in one, George. <laughs> Who's your favorite George? Jetson. Nice. Probably George Jetson. Whoa. I'm going to say R. R. Martin. 
I'm waiting until he finishes the series to make but that clear. I like. I, I mean, it's a great series to date. Yes, I, I. But I think I don't know. I've heard. I've read. A, heard a lot of interviews with him, and I feel like he's just a very down to earth. He guy. seems like a super dude. He he really is the kind of guy that just like, like doesn't isn't out to impress people. He's right. out to to write his thing and do the thing that he loves to do. And like, like I I I, I for a while I was seeing a bunch of articles about like everything that George R. R. Martin was doing instead of writing the mm-hmm. writing the last book of of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. And uh, it was like, you, you know, those like big inflatable hamster balls and running like he, there's just a picture of him running. In those and, like, yeah, I just thought it was great. I was like, yeah, he's just out to do his own oh, yeah, thing. Good for him. You know? oh, yeah. Like, I don't feel like he's obliged to finish. It. He can just no, stop writing totally. them if he wants. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. But I yeah. want to see that series finished yeah. before I can say he's my favorite George. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. I'm holding could, that ransom. Yeah. He could he could ruin it. Yeah. I mean, between all the other Georges that that we have named, he's the one who has brought me the most joy mm-hmm. and the most fulfillment. Do Georgs count? Oh, Georg. Georg. Because mm. like, uh, well, like Captain, from Captain, Captain Georg. Trapp. Yeah, from Sound of Music. Oh, it's like so Austrian I, George. You never seen Sound of Music? I've never seen Sound of Wait, Music. Wait, whoa! Rewind <laughs> the tape. I've never made you watch Sound of Music. <laughs> no, never. Somehow. <laughs> I feel like you can watch that for bonus content. That'd be fun. yeah. That'd be long. That's a long movie. It is, well, you know what? It's not actually that long. It's long because they air it on TV and they put like an extra hour of commercials. It's still like two. It's a musical. <laughs> it's a converted seven. musical yeah. for sure. It's long. Yeah. Although I did recently make it through uh, the Lord of the Rings extended edition. Oh, the the trilogy, the whole thing. Yeah, wow. that's my favorite George. Yeah. George, there's no George in there. There's not a single George in there. Not a single. I have to George. pause and like really went through the whole thing. I'm pretty there's sure no Georges. No, really. There's a Jorge, but there's no George. Really? No, <laughs> <laughs> not even a Jorge. No, I didn't. I don't remember Jorge. Garcia Unless there's an Elven George. <laughs> oh yeah, do Jorge counts? Oh. Jorge's count. Jorge Garcia. Yeah, hmm. I don't know who he is, but I know he's a name. That's the guy from Lost, right? I didn't watch Lost. No, I don't know. Speaking of Lost, one of the guys from the Lord of the Rings in Lost. Full circle. Oh, the that's guy, right. The guy yeah. who played yeah, uh, the Mary. Hobbit. Yeah. Uh, he's a rock star, I think, in the TV series. Something like that. I haven't yeah. seen Lost, but I know that much. Yeah. I've never seen Lost either. I've never seen Lost either. Well, these are things that we don't. <laughs> Let's list things we don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Let's list other things we've never seen. <laughs> Dragon but, Ball Z. Yeah, same. No, never watched it. I <laughs> read a, one Dragon Ball Z manga. Uh, and it, and then like uh, the next year I got a, a Dragon Ball Z game on my Game Boy Advance and it happened to be based on that one manga oh, wow. and my that's mind great. was blown. Well, that's it was the one fortuitous. where, uh, I don't know if you know any of the characters, the one where Trunks comes back from the past to tell Goku that he's going to die of a heart disease and they only have a... <laughs> Is it a, a heart thing. disease warning? Like, is it a yeah, cautionary he, he, tale from he, the heart association? He says like, hey, you're gonna, you're, you have this genetic heart disease, and when you die, there's no cure. But where I'm from, there is a cure, so here it is. And then they have to fight stuff. Oh, wow. From that's that. bizarre. Because something follows him. Anyway, it's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird premise for, like, a manga. Yeah. Well, it's, like... Heart disease. It's, it's one... <laughs> your real enemy It's one among, health. like, 7,000 Dragon Ball right. mangas, you know? So yeah, if I had to come with 7,000 ideas for at stories... Some point, at some point, have, I'm like, well, what else is a threat? I, Heart yeah. disease, all right, let's go with it. <laughs> I did kind of appreciate that, like, the, the main hero of the, of the thing is set to die out of something he can't avoid, right? Just a thing. Right, right. Yeah. Like a normal person would yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't die from, like, a meteor... No. Or, or a he, giant laser sword Or, or it's not like, or hey, you, 
you you die fighting this thing, so don't fight it. Right. And then he goes like, I don't care. I'm going to fight right. it anyway. You live a long life and die of heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> Your Actually, retirement fund is well balanced. <laughs> Good work. Oh, man. Rest in peace, my retirement fund. <laughs> Your son has a very nice estate inheritance from you. <laughs> and also lives very comfortably, but he doesn't die of the same heart disease you did because by the time he gets it, there's a cure. Just wanted to inform you. See you yeah, later. This isn't really a warning, but more just like good work. Oh, I, I was watching, uh, I have a 10 year old daughter, but uh, nice. even if I didn't, I was watch this. Uh, it's called Little Witch Academia, which is basically oh. Harry Potter plus Sailor Moon. Uh, okay. It's on Netflix, uh, and I really enjoyed it. That's great. And it's like 13 episodes. Uh, and basically, yeah, it's this girl. She, it's very much Sailor Moon-esque uh, yeah. anime style. And uh, it's a very much a Harry Potter like, wi- <laughs> wizarding school. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. Sometimes, cool. like, kids shows are great, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've been watching the Nickelodeon School of Rock show. <laughs> oh, how is that? It, uh, it's as good as you expect a family channel sitcom to be. Okay. At, which okay. is to say it's, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's not great. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch Avatar The Last Airbender oh. any day of the week. Oh, that's of a course. fantastic show. That's yeah. just a solid, yeah. good show. Yeah, yeah. And just because it's mm-hmm. a kid, kid show doesn't mean it can't have great no, storytelling. Exactly. It's got incredible I, storytelling. Yeah, I yeah. was just listening to a, a podcast on my trip where like a, a bunch of the guys on the podcast are dad, and they were talking about how much they love Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, yeah, Yo Gabba, Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo is great. It's incredible. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's, it's on the list of things I've never seen. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, I've heard that Yo Gabba Gabba is just genuinely It's a legit good. fun show. Like, I I mean, like I said, I have a 10-year-old daughter. And yeah. Like, I, when she was very little, we'd watch Yo Gabba Gabba. And yeah. we'd watch, I'd watch all sorts of kid stuff with her. Yeah. Yo Gabba Gabba is, because when you're a dad and you're watching all these kid shows yeah. 90% of the time, you just want Dora mm-hmm. to just shut the hell up <laughs> for like five seconds. Yeah. Uh, but Yo Gabba Gabba has all these great musical guests and it's yeah, super like colorful. Yeah, legit. Oh music, yeah, yeah, like Arcade Fire apparently was yep. on. One oh, time. for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. They have tons of music, great musical guests. What was yeah. the one we used to watch all the time for Yo Gabba Gabba? Oh, uh, Party in My Tummy. Party in My oh, Tummy. Party in My Tummy is yeah. pretty great. Yes. So yummy. So yummy. So yummy. Yeah, I uh, there's there is one kids show that I keep seeing everywhere called Paw Patrol. Oh fuck Paw Patrol! Right, yeah, and that is the epitome of just terrible kids shows. Paw Patrol is dreck. Yeah. Pound puppies. Oh, I remember. Do you Pound want puppies. a dog based kids yeah. show? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Pound puppies is true. They're great. Man, I mean, I like I was just a I was a fan of Looney Tunes when I was a kid. Yeah, oh, yeah. Looney Tunes was just great. Great. Yeah. Tiny Tunes. Tiny Tunes. I never I didn't watch Tiny Tunes. Only Looney Tunes. I, yeah. And the, I aged out of Animaniacs. I didn't get into that. Oh no, really? Yeah. Animaniacs was great. I, I've heard great things. I also wasn't super into Animaniacs. There was something about the animation and the type the style that I just didn't really enjoy. It was like Pinky and the Brain too was the kind of thing that it just that yeah I, passed me by as well. Something about it just didn't really didn't appeal to me. Fair yeah. enough. I never, I was never, never gotten to The Simpsons either. Although I've, heard, I've heard it's fantastic. Oh, well, I obviously, mean, I mean, obviously it's fantastic. I mean, the first like X number of seasons, and everyone will draw a different line in a different spot. But right. like yeah. probably seasons, I'll say three to 17. six, seven. No, 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 <laughs> no, not seventeen. Three to like three to eight. Those five seasons. That's just like the golden age of The Simpsons. There's right. some of the best TV mm-hmm. that's been made, yeah. uh, like in any genre. But. Mm-hmm. I've been, uh, what was the one, what's the one that I watched a whole bunch of? I don't know, man. Nope. Grey's Anatomy. Lost. I lost it. Sound of Music, the TV series. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nashville. No, I completely blanked. 
Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Is, is this a kids I, show? I made this mistake where about halfway through the last chunk of conversation, <laughs> I thought about a TV show that I wanted to bring up, oh. and then I forgot it by the time that oh. I got around to it. Yeah. Can you do you? Shameful. How about now? Was it Grey's Anatomy now? I have watched all of Grey's Anatomy yeah, in the past I have, year. I've never watched. That. I watched up until. I don't know, season six or seven, and then I was like, "All right, I'm done." It's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There just like wasn't enough for me to keep caring. You know, it's weird. Like I've never watched it, but I also know that there's a McDreamy and a McSteamy. Mm-hmm. Why anymore. do I know that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, like having never watched it, mm-hmm. I right. still know that. Like this weird how information gets out. Mm. And, and yeah, it's one of those things yeah. that you just everyone like Star knows Wars, about, right? Like it's, yeah. it's, it's out there. Yeah. Everyone just knows about McDreamy and McSteamy. Yeah. Well, that's maybe an interesting thread to follow is like the the sort of like implementing things that are cultural mm-hmm. touchstones that people don't actually have to have seen or experienced right. directly yeah. to know what you're talking about. They become about. like universal yeah. Yeah. language. Like a, like almost like a shorthand for like, oh, here's an enemy. That's the one with McDreamy, right? right. Yeah. Oh, Star Wars. That's got Vader and his yeah. father, right? I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like stuff becomes so... So much of a trope and so much of a recognizable symbol mm-hmm. that you can kind of like mm-hmm. vaguely allude to it in something or like base something off of it. And people will be drawn to it a little more because it's slightly familiar. Oh, right. Yeah. Like even for, if they've never seen it. For a while before I started watching Game of Thrones, um, around the same time we actually started started doing the podcast, uh, <clears throat> I was just like the new season had just started coming out. And so there were just a ton of memes about it. And it was a weird thing where like I'd never seen anything past episode three or something, but I got all the jokes. Right. You know, like I, I still somehow understood what the jokes were referring to. Right. But that's a, a testament to the storytelling. When yeah. You can like, have definitely. like, or you can set like, this is this person. This is what their deal is. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay, get it. I got it. This, you know, yeah. this guy's the tough guy. This guy yeah, likes to have sex with his sister. This guy, <laughs> you know, it's a pretty clear thread of what yeah. happens. Those are the two archetypes that you see in, in most <laughs> fantasies. Yeah. Tough guys and incest brothers. <laughs> if it, it's, uh, I, I think a lot of weak storytelling happens when there's no clarity. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there needs to be, I mean, that's what Lost. I, I, mean, I definitely watched the pilot. That's a great pilot because it's right. like, this, this person, this, this person, this, this person. Here's the thing. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. That was actually, uh, Tom, you watched uh, Turn Washington Spies, right? I did. There's a new season on Netflix that I haven't yeah. watched yet. I forget if I've seen that one. Turnover, but... Washington's Pies. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I, have, I had two issues with So it's a great show, but I had two issues with it. One is the title. Yep. It's awkward to say. Yep. Shows shouldn't have colons in them. Hmm. Like Unless titles. they're like, like butt health shows. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> or if it's like Doogie Hauser MD, right? Where like everything after the colon is not. Is there a colon? Is there a colon? I don't, I don't know. In my mind, colon. there is, and that's all that matters. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but also, like in like in the 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 pilot, it's super confusing. Yeah. You don't know who's who and uh, what's what and how who's related to who yeah. and stuff. And like like you somehow get a sense of the premise. But I've I've noticed that with AMC that they don't like doing a whole bunch of annoying exposition mm-hmm. at, at the beginning of their of their TV series. And sometimes it works really well, like with The Walking Dead and Mad Men and Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh but with that, it just really fell flat. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I don't you ended the episode and you're like, I'm not in I'm not entirely sure what just happened. <laughs> right. I find it's hard to 
I mean, a pilot is hard to write. Oh, yeah. It's always the hardest. I mean, yeah. I always give like a new series like five or so episodes. Yeah. Because yeah. it takes a while to find your footing, mm-hmm. figure mm-hmm. out the cast and all that stuff. Yeah, that's it. Like it's it's tricky to. And then this is a thing that we do a lot in improv is like getting a premise out quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like really hard if you've got a complicated premise. Right? Oh, absolutely. Like and you can get the idea of the scene out really quick, but you can't, you know, explain your entire show premise in like a five minute scene mm-hmm. and then enjoy yeah. the rest of the rest of the, the pilot right no, yeah i mean and a lot of like the amc thing you're talking about sounds like they're trying to set up a mystery but like this if there's no clarity the mystery yeah. is lost like it's like yeah. oh here's this big you know how could this be and it's like well why mm-hmm. i don't i can't follow this i can't even yeah. begin to comprehend yeah. how this could be if yeah. i don't have the pieces to yeah it's like formulate a theory like like <laughs> sometimes i'll be walking to a bookstore and i'll see a, a book that looks really interesting it's got a cool title nice cover and i'll pick it up and read the back and it'll be like Samuel is a regular 16-year-old. After a startling discovery that changes his entire world, he must give up everything he loves to conquer his fears and find the truth. And I'm like, what, what are you saying? <laughs> the truth about what? What, who, what am I finding? What, uh, what is he afraid of? Yeah, like, what? I don't... Give me something. Yeah. Like, I get that you don't want to give too much, but you're giving... You gotta give something. Right. Let's, like, you let's know. rewrite that and make it more specific. So Samuel is a normal 16-year-old boy. Yes. Next line. He needs to... Uh, after finding out something that changes his world. After finding out that his dog is a human. Y- yes. But after finding out the dog is a human that has been transformed into a dog. Yes. Good. Uh, Samuel must overcome his fear of... Uh, uh, magic. <laughs> magic. <laughs> his fears Ma- of magic and intimacy. <laughs> to discover the truth about... Friendship. <laughs> there we go. See, that's a much better. Yeah, book. yeah. There you go. Because then yeah. you're like, oh, nice. I'm gonna find out how this dude got turned into a dog, and also, they're presumably they're gonna yeah. be friends. Nice. I, I think they're gonna to, kiss. I would love to see a buddy movie, like a road <laughs> buddy movie. I mean, there, there was a when I was a kid, there was a TV show that was essentially that. I don't know if you remember this or if you ever saw it, but it was about this like thug that pissed off a sorcerer that was disguised as a homeless guy and to uh to punish him the thug transforms him into a dog and tells him he needs to accomplish 100 good deeds and then he'll be turned back into a person and so the dog like joins a family and can only talk to the son of the family and their friends and and so the son's trying to help him accomplish 100 100 good good deeds deeds. he can only talk to the son yeah whoa wow it was pretty like it was it was funny yeah and it, it was like in the 90s was this live action or anime? yeah live yeah and it was oh. like they did the thing with like the cheap sort of like oh, like mouth. the peanut butter in the mouth yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the they didn't do like the conan o'brien like superimpose a human mouth all the time. <laughs> no but it was it was I like i kind of wish it was that now that i thought of it no yeah. but it was it was just the kind of thing where they like superimpose some sort of animation like if you were watching now you'd be like oh that's that's really bad wow it's just kind of like the mouth opening and closing really right, fast right. I like that. I always really like shows where it's like, or even like, I stories where it's like a kid and their pet kind of get yeah, up to mischief. Sure. Mm-hmm. Calvin and Hobbes is great for that. Calvin and Hobbes is fantastic. Did you guys ever see Ned's Newt? Yeah. No. My grandma did the background art for that. She really? was an yeah. animator for Studio B out in Vancouver. I That's totally cool. remember Ned's Newt. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember it. It's a little a little bald kid who has a pet Newt. That's yeah. Like a little blue Newt. And, and if he feeds it, it grows into a 
basically the genie from Aladdin. Uh, yeah, and then they like oh, okay, go on yes. a ton of I remember that stuff, right? specifically yeah. thinking, yeah. oh, this is basically Aladdin without yeah. paying the rights for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I mean, yeah. isn't what wasn't that like what Phineas and Ferb was basically about? Wasn't it about like two dudes and their pet platypus or something? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Phineas and Ferb is I I heard was one of those kids shows that's genuinely. Really I've, I've heard of it. I've never yeah. really looked into it. I've I've heard a lot of parents talk about how great Phineas and Ferb is. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, that's like that's a thread that I'm always going to enjoy is like parents talking about what shows their kids watch that they actually like. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah. so it's such an honest and like <laughs> like it's such a a pleasant. Yeah. Oh, it's such you know? an amazing achievement to make something that yeah. uh, like a three-year-old is yeah. going to enjoy, and you know anybody yeah. over that age. It's like kids' yeah. books, you know. Like there are some genuinely really good kids' books out there. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. some yeah. great YA out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, well, like when I say kids' books, I mean like twelve pages, like oh, old. yeah, because little, little kids. We are technically a YA. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm not talking about like John Green. I'm talking <laughs> right. about like like John Green is great, and I love his stuff. And I want to give him a hug. Yeah. 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 I mean, and he he won't want to. He wouldn't want it. No. Yeah. And we'd respect that. Yes. But, you know, uh, the but desire I'm, would be there. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking like, a, you know, like just a kid's kid's book. Like, right, like yeah. Go Dogs Go. Like Dr. Seuss, mm-hmm. you know. Like Run Joey Run. Like Dr. Like, Seuss. Uh, like Fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, <laughs> like The Truth About Cats and Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Harold yeah. and Maude. You know, all those classic <laughs> kids. Classic <laughs> kids. <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde. Uh other ones. What's the one? <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Yeah. Another classic kids yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Seven. <laughs> Do you mean the seven and? Yeah, the seven and. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Train spotting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of lessons in that mm-hmm. one. Chuggington. Yep. Chuggington. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what have you guys been thinking about? (laughs) (laughs) Simon, do you want to tell us the bear's name? Oh, it's here. I see it now. Uh, If you pledge, did you? We just talked about Patreon. You know what it's about. But if you pledge at the forty dollar level, that's four. What do you get? Zero. You can name the bear. The bear in our podcast cover. It says your logo, but I dispute that. It's a long, long-standing dispute between me and Tom. We're having a fight. Uh, I don't think it's a logo. I think uh, one day it'll be a logo, but currently it's just a podcast cover. Uh, this week, our resident bear naming expert, Kendallin, wants you all to know that the bear's name is Arcudophobia. Oh. Now, that- I Googled that earlier, and it means you're scared of bears. Is it really? I think. Oh, the irony of a bear being... Scared of bears. Yeah. He's a self-hating bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or he is he is a bear that, you know, is afraid of other plants arcudophobia and other people. You know? He oh, calls he, himself uh, the fear of bears because he is the bear that is so oh, intimidating right. he makes everyone be scared that of every other bear. That would be a badass name for you know? a bear. Yeah. 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 Arcudophobia. Arcudophobia. Ooh, arcudophobia. Yeah. It would be like a person being called human phobia yeah it's like i'm so tough i make you scared of humans this is my strong tough son xenophobia <laughs> yeah oh, aliens man. called xen- the xenophobes <laughs> here come the xenophobes arm the lorpedos or it'd be it'd be a great name for like a uh, a ship that brings over a bunch of immigrants the xenophobia the xenophobia 
SS xenophobia. The xenoprobe. Mm. The xenoprobe, yeah. Oh, there it is. Going... Because it's going to aliens? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Right. Yeah. That's what they did in Independence Day. They go to aliens. They use the xenoprobe. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time in Independence Day when they went to aliens with a probe? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. downloaded that's, a virus or uploaded that's how it a goes. virus. That's how, that's how it works, right? That's Don't it always. Yeah. 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 Arcutif- it's fun to say, though. Arcutif- yeah. The other day I realized that I have a fear of um, flautists on stilts. I'm oh. sorry. Flautists on stilts. Specifically, any any particular wind instrument or just the flout, the flute? <laughs> the flout. <laughs> He's flouting his flautist. Just the flout. Uh, good question. I've only ever seen a flautist. Okay. So I don't. What know. about like a sax? The guy playing the sax on stilts. Sax on reed stilts. instruments. That might be better. Mm. I don't know. Because mm. there's one dude who plays the flute right. on stilts mm-hmm. at the Metro sometimes. He's a busker, and he makes me really uncomfortable every time I now see Now, these him. stilts, how tall are they? He's pretty tall. Pretty tall stilts. Oh, I think like, I know the one you're talking about. Like, his his pants are taller than me. Okay. Yeah. So, that's that's a weird metric. Right? It's a weird yeah. way to describe <laughs> one that. It's not, it's not just like, oh, he's like, you know, 10, 11, 12 feet. No. Like, no, his pants are taller, are taller than, than me. I am. Well, yeah. I think that's like a pretty fair like. I mean, it creates an image yeah. right away. Mm-hmm. And that's it, true. And and not necessarily the like, image I wanted, but an image. Yeah. Well, and it also like by avoiding saying a specific numbered height, I'm making the statement more relatable to the audience. Right. Gotcha. You know, they were just you, visual. Were you eye level to yeah. his crotch? This is my. Yeah. Point. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> that, I mean, that might be a component of this. That is. A, yeah. I, I don't like. Are you sure flutters. you weren't on your knees? I might have been on my <laughs> knees as well. Yeah. All right, I didn't crawling through it. the metro. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Sometimes you just got a knee shuffle. Along. <laughs> <laughs> that that's revolting. The idea of knee shuffling in the metro. The metro is pretty. Gross. Is like I avoid trying to put as as any part of my body Definitely. on the metro floor. Want to yeah. minimize the surface yeah. area contact. Yeah. yeah. Even but, sometimes I just feel like I need to sit, but I'll still like like bum squat, but like with my bum just. Oh yeah, you gotta the, hover. Yeah. Do the yeah. hover squat. <laughs> when yeah. I was a lot younger, I used to like sit on the floor in the metro a lot. Oh, like mm. I would. You know, I would do that school. in high school too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you have to, you have to, but that's I, it. We don't have to, guys. No, we're grown ups. We're adults. We're old yeah. enough that if we look at someone who's a teenager while they're sitting <laughs> on the metro, often they'll get up for us. Mm. I what annoys me too is the people who have like the hubris of sitting on the edge of the metro. <laughs> what a word! You know. What do you mean, like dangling like, their like, legs over they, the edge? Yeah. And, and what? There are people who do that. And it's never just like one dude. It's always like a group of dudes that are all like they're they're all doing that thing where you know you like fake hitting someone in the balls, and if they flinch, you punch them on the shoulder or oh, whatever. Sure, like they're all yeah. doing that at the same. Like it's oh, always man. that, and they're always holding vapes, but they can't vape in the metro. <laughs> like, you know. I don't think I've ever seen anyone dangle their they're, legs over the edge of a metro. all annoying. <laughs> I've never seen anyone hold a vape. <laughs> Without using Without it? Without using yeah. it, yeah. Just hold it. They're like, they would just want to show everyone that they vape, <laughs> yeah. but they can't. You know, So they're just like holding it. And it's the boxy ones, you know, not the ones yeah. that look oh, like classy right. pens. The one, it's, the, yeah. like, it's like the, the 1990s cell phone vapes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you're holding a harmonica sideways. <laughs> <laughs> the, the ones that look like portable chargers. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Oh, there was a uh, vaping. There was a, like a million vape stores in Montreal. Yeah. yeah, and then like you know the evolution and the Darwinian uh, removal of them got rid of like ninety percent of them. Now there's just yeah. a few left, and so like, is it, are you not allowed to vape anymore? Is that well, I think part of it there's like way more laws against vaping, yeah. so it's more way more restricted. But I think I mean Montreal does not support like a vape store every block. That's yeah. not that's not sustainable. That's no, there's not that many people who vape. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. There are a lot of vape stores. Though. There are still way yeah. more than I thought there would be at this stage yeah. of the game. Yeah. Yeah. There's a. Uh, there's I think two in my neighborhood, and also a bong shop that probably sells vape stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, there's a vape store down on Sherbrooke, right? Like next to the tattoo place. Bu- yes. Yeah. Yes. Which which part of Sherbrooke? <laughs> Oxfordish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Near Bowfinger. Yeah. There's. Uh, oh yeah yeah. yeah. Because when you had that, ribs. That one's been there for a while. That yeah. was like one of the OG OG vape shops. Well, it's great because it's like. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right next to uh, Saving Grace Tattoo. We are not supported. <laughs> yeah. Supported by Vape King. Yeah. It's 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 a strange thing to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never um, have I vaped. I have. I've never used like a handheld vape, but like vaped. Kate and Paul have one of those like tabletop vapes. That, oh, interesting. Like, looks like a hookah almost. Use that. Vape. Yeah, yeah. I've vaped. Yeah, but uh, How it was w- it? Oh, it was in prep for that role, right? Yeah, so I, I had a role where I was supposed to smoke. And to uh, prepare myself to look like I knew how to smoke, I got these little, um, uh, like, disposable vape cigarettes that tasted like mint. And it was really just, like, water and mint, and that mm-hmm. was it. There was, like, a, an extra little... Like, I did my research, and I just got the one that had the extra little thing to make it vape. Um, and I sat in my room, watched Mad Men, and just Vapes. puffed puffed whenever they puffed. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was insightful. All right, but but then like what like when came the time to actually smoke, uh, I didn't want to get any of it in my lungs, so I just kept it in my mouth. And you can totally like when I watched it, I was like, oh yeah, you can tell, you can tell, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like no, normally I would try to get herbal cigarettes, I just couldn't find any anywhere. So I was like, all right. Oh, and it was like this student film, so I don't oh, okay. care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was like a thing I would do on I was gonna do on like two evenings, and that was it. Right. So. Yeah, yep. definitely the first like one or two times that I smoked, I didn't realize that just keeping it in your mouth wasn't enough. No. Mm. It has to go in, in your, your lungs. lungs. You yeah. have to inhale it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how it gets to your bloodstream. Yeah. 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 I've, uh, I've started occasionally having a cigar now and then. Oh. Uh, and I enjoy it because you don't put it in your lungs. That's yeah, why you keep it in your mouth. Uh, and it tastes great. It, yeah. It's like a tea. Yeah. Like, I enjoy tea, right. yeah. uh, so I feel like oh, it's, it's like also a tea dry. You can breathe. It's a tea <laughs> that you can breathe. That's a great way. Why don't they use that in their marketing? Yeah, <laughs> cigars, the tea you can breathe. <laughs> because I feel like cigars, like the the main audience for cigars are not people who like are really into tea or the idea of tea, no, yeah, you know? definitely. Like that Venn diagram is pretty small. Right. Yeah. I feel like yeah. there's a huge market yeah. there. However, I've been I've been thinking of getting into pipes. Pipe smoking. Sure, yeah. I own a pipe thanks to yours truly here. I don't remember when I bought that, but I do remember buying it. For Christmas, you bought me a pipe, and I still have it, and it's great. I've never used it, but it's great to have. Well, you Mm. needed one for a No, you just... Oh, yeah, it's uh, for my my, uh, Christmas social media e-cards. That's right. I I put on this, like, tweed jacket with... um, I have, like, a a, a wool tie that's red, green, and... White oh, Christmas plaid, right? You know the uh, American flag colors. You know, <laughs> red, green, and white. Uh, and I like do sort of silly little poses with the pipe. And, Perfect. Uh, add, I add cheesy little effects to it, like fake snow and like frosty corners and stuff. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's when you need a pipe. That's when you need a pipe. Yeah. 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 Yep. So I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. That so pipe if tobacco you're friends, if you're friends with me on Facebook, I yeah. uh, look forward to getting one on Christmas. <laughs> Because you will. <laughs> it's become a thing now. But I like, yeah, I, I have a lot of friends who, who smoke the pipe. Right. And uh, it always like just smells real nice. Yeah. And, and it is the kind of thing you keep in your mouth, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, like, yeah, cigars and pipes smell good. Mm-hmm. Weed sometimes smells good. <laughs> sometimes. Cigarettes rarely smell good. Oh, I've never smelled a good cigarette. Yeah. No. Like, I, 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 I've smelled, like, tolerable cigarettes. 
but I've never there. Smelled, like, you know what? You know what it is? There are foul cigarettes, and then yeah. there are bad cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. you know. Right. And it's like like once you've smelled a lot of foul cigarettes, you get to the bad cigarettes, and you're like, oh, finally, <laughs> yeah, I can breathe this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It's like there's there's cigarettes that I don't want to stand next to while the person's smoking, right. and there's cigarettes where I'm like, all right, all right I don't want to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I do not like the smell of weed. No, I d- can't stand it. I, I there so like really skunky weed. I still mm-hmm. really don't like. Right. Um, but as a person who now semi regularly enjoys a little bit of that, uh, <laughs> I I a little found, bit of the green hand. <laughs> yeah, well, I found like you know it really. There's just some strains that smell better than others. Yeah, I have some in my room right now that smells like kind of vaguely fruity and also kind of like oregano, oh. which. Confused me at first. <laughs> Are you sure it's not like, oregano? I am sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure my 12 year old dealer gave me the right stuff. <laughs> yeah, little Danny gave me the right stuff. He promised me it was marijuana. Yeah. So he said it's called the pot. I believed him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My grandpa smoked the pipe, and uh, I, I mean, he died when I was three, but I do remember that, like, he because he, of the pipe, or nope. okay, just other things. Um, but yeah, I do remember that like, you know, whenever I'd go in his office, it always smelled like pipe and it was like, oh, oh you know. yeah, there's a nostalgic feeling yeah. there too, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's like a little bit of like a, just like a fun vintage feel to it, you know? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, 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 I feel like it's, it's not quite as like, like douchey Gino as the cigar, okay. which the, the cigar is not. Sure. Not that you No, are I get it. No, cigar, I get it. Like there is a certain like, Oh, it has that hey, cachet. You want a cigar? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know? It went through that like phase of being really cool to smoke yeah. cigars, like yeah. in the nineties and early two thousands. be like, Oh, cigar, let's get a cigar yeah. magazine and have a humidor. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'll, I'll smoke like, for a year, guys. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. that heavy. I mean, cigar. and like you can't every, smoke more than what four cigars. <laughs> <laughs> and like every boss in every '90s movie had like one third of a, of a cigar, oh, right. like unlit yeah. cigar left in yeah. his mouth. Give me Spiderman. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, it's uh, but it's funny. You, you say vape, and then we kind of like make fun of the vape. The like that the yeah. silhouette doesn't have the same cachet as the silhouette of a pipe. Right? Yeah, right. Like, like you see some of the pipe, like oh okay, they're having a pipe. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See some of the vape, like oh boy, oh, this guy's talking on a big <laughs> phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely. A, I mean, maybe one day people will look back like oh vapes. My grandpa used to vape. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I always find the amount of like. What do you call it? Vape vapor. That, vapor that comes out of people's mouths after they vape is like pretty impressive to me, just because yeah. it's like a cloud right. every yeah. time. I I I remember like when vaping like kind of just started to be a thing, and I think like people hadn't quite yet said that you hadn't you couldn't do it indoors. Right. Like I remember a dude vaping in the metro, and I was like, y- you can't do that. Like <laughs> like I get I get it. Yeah. I get that it's vapor, yeah. and probably what you're breathing out is just gross water. Yeah, but. Don't be a jerk. Yeah, don't breathe your gross water at me. No, don't yeah. breathe your gross water in a poorly ventilated closed system. I yeah. feel like I mean we all have we all exhale. I mean yeah. that's yeah. part of being human, but I don't need to see it. Yeah, I don't no. want to walk through <laughs> a visual representation, <laughs> the manifestation of what is coming out of is your. Is that lungs. why you always hoodwink yourself during the winter? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I walk yeah. around in a hazmat suit <laughs> <laughs> and a and a blindfold. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't want to see anyone. No, no, I don't want any of this. Cannot, <laughs> cannot see that. No, yeah. I prefer ignorance. Yep. Except, that, but you still know that everyone's everyone's just puffing their 
winter vapor at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you still know. No one likes it. No one likes it. Yeah. I would cross the street if I saw someone exhaling. <laughs> <laughs> how much, like, how much would they have to be exhaling? Like, how much winter vapor winter would have to come out before you would actually cross the street? Before I would, like, I mean... <laughs> There's a normal human amount of exhaust yeah. coming out of your mouth when you're walking around. Yeah. But then if you saw yeah. like a giant, like like a, like a car, like few, like if you're leaving like a, yeah, yeah. If you leave like a, like a visible trail, like, you know, like you see a plane go through the sky and it leaves those condensates. Yeah. I mean, sorry. I meant chemtrails. I'm sorry. I meant chemtrails. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, if you're, there's like a person and you see like a little silhouette of like the, like an outline of them walking, like a little trail behind their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's probably too much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe walk, that person would need to drink more on, water. On my way here, I noticed that I could see my breath while walking. So it's I'm cold enough. It was, but it's rainy too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. weird. It was a weird, weird temperature day today. Yeah, it was like it was like muggy, but also then cold. It was yeah. weird. I think summer's over. Oh, what? No, that's that's my hot take. That is, I think take. there's no way. My understanding over. is that we never quite had a summer. We had, we a, had summer. a summer. Was there? What is Bro. going on here? You Have were, I oh. lived through the same weather? I he was gone. gone. Oh, he's, yeah. gone. he's been gone for. A I had a lovely summer. You did. BC was beautiful. <laughs> beautiful British Columbia. That's what beautiful they call it. British Columbia. It is what they call it. Yeah, it got a little. When I was in, Al- interestingly, when I was in uh, in Alberta, it got really hazy because of the forest fires. Because oh, right. the smoke was blowing them east. Of course. So when I was in Jasper, they were like when we arrived in Jasper, everything was just kind of like a off-white haze wow it was really unfortunate but then like uh is that uh, what's unfortunate about those forest fires that's the main <laughs> thing. they ruined my trip that was the main thing it was slightly hazy you know i couldn't quite see the mountains <laughs> i wanted to ski <laughs> these forest fires really put a damper <laughs> on my beautiful little vacation in jasper i wish these trees yeah. would stop vaping <laughs> <laughs> no but like uh like a, a couple days after we left they i like they I had to get everyone to right. evacuate. It's pretty that's brutal out there. It's, yeah. It was really bad. It's crazy. Yeah, but I was fortunately never in that in that area. It was. It's mostly like in sort of the northern, inter- northern to central, and yeah. I was more in. Uh, but the wind is blowing it out there, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a very real common problem it's out there. Real bad. But I mean, these forest fires are supposed to happen, right? Like that's yeah. how the. But they're happening works. a lot more often, and they're a lot bigger than they. And the have. reason is because of fire suppression, like our. Our intervention to suppress the fires means there's more buildup year after year. And then when there is a fire, the fires are that much more powerful uh, and deadly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like climate change has something to do with it, too. Uh, the bigger factor from what I've read and what I've okay. heard is human suppression of fires yeah. Yeah. causes a buildup and the potential for even so greater weird. forest fires. Yeah, so well, weird. that's what that Billy Joel song is about. Yeah, we didn't suppress enough fires. <laughs> <laughs> we suppressed too many fires. Oh, uh, well, yeah. He took the opposite position. We, we didn't start the fire. We didn't let the fire start. Yeah, there exactly. We did not let the fire start. <laughs> it's the sequel to We Didn't yeah. Start the Fire. Yeah. But it, it, and those, that's those, really interesting. The huh. fire, the, those trees are supposed to burn, and some yeah. of the, the seedlings don't get activated. Like the trees literally don't grow oh, unless oh, there has man. been a fire huh. to yeah. activate those seeds. And then, like, yeah. you, they need the clearing out so that the, the fast starters grow. And then those like set the ground so that the big trees can grow. So what's a, what's a, so what's the solution? Just let it take its course. Don't live near wildfires. <laughs> I mean, it's like people who live in yeah. floodplains. Like, oh no, there's a flood. Like, well, yeah, there's a flood here every yeah, fifty years. But like, yeah. like ninety five percent of British Columbia is forests. Yeah. So like, don't live in British Columbia. Well, I mean, just plan. I mean, there has to be a plan. Like, look, you build a house or a, a village or a city or a town where yeah. there's a forest and it has a fire every fifty years. 
guess what? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to. You know, like all right, in 50 years, I gotta leave this place and probably rebuild it Mm. uh, because it's gonna be burned down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think there's people who live at the base of active volcanoes? There are. Oh yeah, there are absolutely people who. (laughs) Yeah. I mean. I a couple summers ago, I was in I was in LA, and uh, if if the the topography of LA is really interesting, where you've got like it's right where the Santa Monica Mountains meet the 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 ocean, and there are people who literally live on cliffs. Their house is on a right, cliff, right. and there's like a highway at the top and kind of a staircase down to like the beach, they're, like their own little personal beach. They're like real fancy houses, yeah. but like I remember looking at that and being like. That that rock doesn't look really that sturdy. Right, like there's right. some rock that looks like erosion it's been there is for coming a really for long yeah. time, but it's like that looks like that's really flaky rock. You get one big wave, your house is downhill. You know, like or just a like a you're in California, so there's right. gonna be an earthquake, an earthquake, right. and then your house and all your neighbors' houses yeah. are all gonna fall on all your Lamborghinis and your Jaguars, <laughs> and you're just gonna you know you're not asking for it, but you're just not planning correctly. Yeah, yeah. or I mean, you're just like all right, I'll take my chances. Yeah, yeah. But I, the, I mean, yeah. you can't live mm-hmm. anywhere without having like some kind. Of, I mean, Montreal's yeah. pretty. Like, Montreal's the worst, very we well get, isolated. We get winter. We get <laughs> ice storms. That's it. There is a problem that I have with my house, and oh. you live in this neighborhood. Yeah, I do. Maybe you have this problem sure. too. What is it? When there's heavy enough rain that the like manholes outside don't like suck everything down anymore, and there's like a river <laughs> over it. Right? Really? I know what you're um, about to say. Does your toilet ever gurgle at no, you? No, it doesn't. <laughs> It doesn't. <laughs> this happened to me a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, wow. Uh, when there was that crazy storm during the day, uh, for like an hour in the morning, my toilet was just like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. wow. And like I opened the lid and water was like splashing, splashing up. up. And uh, even with the lid closed, a bunch of I like, think it just means the, the rats are angry. I <laughs> really don't like the rain. There's some grumpy rats yeah. down there. They're like angry, they're fighting. <laughs> or really happy. Yeah, or maybe. You know, maybe they're. they're it's a like, rave. Yeah. They're like, oh, finally a storm. <laughs> It's like Matrix Two, that yeah. big cave. And it's funny, Tom. Tom showed me that right after I told him that the Airbnb I was staying in had a bidet, and he was like, oh, "Me too." Man. And then said, that <laughs> "Nailed and I it." I was both. I both thought that was really funny and really gross and really terrifying. Yeah, I would not use yeah. a gurgling bidet. <laughs> However, bidets are magical. This bidets. is my long-standing position. Yeah, I believe that, having never tried them. And now I've tried it, and I believe that even more fervently. Wow. That's fair. Yeah. Bidets. And uh, I think Bidets. that's a good note for us to end on this week. Yeah. <laughs> Bidets, Bidets are magical. Bidets, Bidets are, are magical. magical. Yeah. Uh, so if you want uh, to feel the soft kiss of water on your butthole, uh, rate and review the show. <laughs> <laughs> rate the, what was that? <laughs> no, no, run with it. Guys, uh, if you want to feel... So good every time you take a poop. Go no, 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 no. you gotta say the soft kiss. If you want to feel the soft embrace of fresh water on your butt after each time you take a dump, go rate and review our show on iTunes. It's the same feeling but better. Subscribe to the show on your podcast <laughs> app of choice. Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash podcast. Spoilers, I'm going to cancel that soon because it costs money and not enough people are using it. Share this episode with one friend whom you think should use a bidet and also tell them because, you know, they need to know. It's like a, it's like having a thing in your teeth. You just, you just got to tell them. Yeah, it's you like when your flies them. open, you just got to tell them. Like, mm-hmm. Vinny, I think you, you know. need a bidet. Yeah. I, I've been thinking that for a while now. This yeah. has really sealed the deal on it. Yeah, bidets of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, dear. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at No The Other Simon. I'm at Vinnie Francois. 
And uh, yeah, do you have anything to plug before we? Um, I mean, the only thing I'm I'm really working on now is the Montreal Improv Festival, which is coming nice. up in November. So I'm pretty far out, but nice. I just started working on. I'm it. I'm actually going to start taking improv classes in the fall. Really? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Well, you'll love this festival. It's nice. coming up in November. We got people coming from out of town. I'm oh, really sweet. excited about it. It's coming from Bromo. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll get them all the way from Bromo. <laughs> Get a couple from Magog while you're <laughs> Well, we don't have the budget from for Magog. St. Leonard. St. <laughs> Leonard, we can probably swing a couple Metro tickets. Yeah. Yeah. And special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. Support them, too. Thanks for coming, Vinny. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This is fun. This is we'll great. have you back to promote improv soon. As oh, well. that'd be perfect. Yes. Well, not soon, I guess. Uh, close to November. Yeah. Perfect. I'll be Sweet. here. Cool. <laughs> cool. Thanks for listening, y'all, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. Yes, come to see you. I say now, Benson, 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 Benson,